Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Wicked Green Energy with your host, Roxanne Pappas. Roxanne is fighting to bring our troops home from the Middle East and reduce our country's dependence on fossil fuels. As an associate with Viridian Energy, she can provide domestic sources of solar, wind, and water right now to your home or business. On this show, she and her guests explore other cutting-edge ways we can reduce our carbon footprint and preserve vital resources across the globe. Here is your host, Roxanne Pappas. I just love that welcome. Hello, my internet friends. This is Wicked Green Energy Radio, and I am your Wicked Green Energy uh, lady. And so today, solar is hot, 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 hot. We have... We have had, uh, in the residential market, we've had um, a growth of 66% since 2009. And it represents the largest share of the overall market since then. Now, it was installed in the U.S. last year, and and it was... um, uh, it's taken over from the natural gas capacity. It grew by 17% in 2015. That's a record breaker. Um, and it's a state-by-state breakdown, which I'm not going to do all the 50 states, but um, the first three, we've got California leading the charge. Uh, one would have expected that with uh, with California. North Carolina is second. That one, uh, that one I... Uh, uh, I couldn't. I couldn't believe it was odd. I didn't think North Carolina was up uh, up and running on solar, and then we have Nevada, which makes uh, good sense to me too. I was thinking Arizona would be there, but um, not so. At least, not yet. Anyway, so um, did anyone um, did anyone did anyone watch the Oscars? And if you didn't, I'm I'm wondering whether anyone saw Leonardo DiCaprio. Well, these people did. But I was more interested in the fact, and good for him, he won the Academy Award. But if if you listened to his... um, his acceptance speech, he talked about the environment and how important it is to our species. So good on Leonardo. Uh, if anybody else there knows him or knows somebody who knows him, yeah, try, give me a give me a warm referral to him. I'd love to meet the guy. But um, with Leo's um, commitment to 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 the environment and uh, us doing whatever we can to do it. It is good news out there because uh, clean air and the stability of the planet are the things we desperately need. So, what do we have here? 2016 appears to be a year that solar is going to um, uh, make good. It's going to be it tops on people's lists. And there are uh, a couple of things why uh, people are going to be uh, looking at solar more, um, uh, more specifically these days. The first one is the tax credit, which we discussed uh, some a few shows ago, which has been extended. Uh, assuming nothing happens with that, we, it should be um, 
viable and very good for those of us who want to want to install uh, solar. Um, the installations of the installation of solar panels will be driven by the falling price of solar electricity. So look, watch for the uh, for those prices to drop. And then the the third thing is that we've got two mechanisms in place. Uh, first is the um, the battery storage. Now we're not seeing it too much with the residential, but the utility companies are buying into this battery storage uh, because it's it's going to be inexpensive for them in the long haul. And the second thing is the uh, clean power sorry clean power plan that uh, Obama uh, uh, advocated and the Paris agreements. Because of those two, the we have got the first plans for new carbon markets, meaning that um, when we look at the carbon emission, emissions out there, we're going to put them in funds. We're going to have something to do with it, and, and corporations, people, individuals are looking at what those carbon markets are um, and how we're going to, to, to treat them. So, first of all, as I mentioned, the battery storage, it should become cheap enough and widely available this year for the uh, utilities. Um, they will they will compete against traditional sources of uh, of, of energy of electricity like coal and nuclear. Um, the Tesla is going to be putting out these power packs for the utility scale uh, batteries. They did, were installed at the end of 2015. Uh, and that for 2016, expect the sales to go anywhere from four to five million dollars worth of power packs at $250 per kilowatt hour of capacity. Now, again, not residential. Uh, that's coming. Um, we're going to see more and more availability in them in 2016, but the price is might still be a little bit uh, a little bit expensive. Don't have a don't have a, uh, a price a price tag on them yet. Um, the the reason that this is good for the utilities is that the cost of uh, of the battery packs, as I said, two hundred fifty dollars per kilowatt hour of capacity, it offsets it will more than offset the cap the capital cost. Oh, the, sorry, the savings will more than offset the capital cost. Now, secondly, with the um, with the carbon emissions or the, or the carbon markets. Now, the carbon emission trading markets are um, the most likely mechanism that states will use to comply with the clean, with the clean uh, power plan and as well as uh, ways to, to, to comply according to the Paris Agreement. In a carbon market, polluters have to buy credits if they exceed an emissions limit, which raises the cost of technologies that pollute. Okay, do we get that? Cost of, elect of technologies that pollute will go up be um, because the polluters are going to have to buy credits if they exceed an uh, emissions limit. So that, that is good news. The proceeds from those sales will 
be put in a fund for innovation and deployment of clean alternatives. So how do the carbon markets reduce emissions? It is a powerful incentive to find the most effective, least cost ways of reducing emissions right away. And secondly, they driving innovation and investment into better, cleaner, more cost-effective technologies going forward. Now, we have to keep in the back of our minds that all of this, investments and the, and the new technologies and the innovation, means jobs, more jobs for people out there. This is, according to, uh, to Bill Gates, this Energy, affordable energy is a $5 billion uh, um, a company, if you will, or, or a source of, uh, of, uh, um, of money. That means a lot of jobs, a lot of money. So we, we need to look at this very, very uh, seriously. Now, interestingly enough, Viridian Energy, with its approximately 300,000 customers. Since 2009 through 15, 2015, their customers, our customers, have eliminated over 7 billion pounds of carbon emissions. That equates to over 24 million aluminum cans and over 50 billion two-liter bottles. Those two-liter bottles could go around the sun three times. Uh, so I know a, a little, um, just a little effort from all of us in choosing uh, whether it's solar or um, uh, green energy makes a big, big difference in, um, in the carbon emissions. Please refresh the page. Okay. So what Viridian does is Viridian purchases the carbon offsets to counterbalance the national gas customers' usage. And they contribute it to a fund, which they call the Simply Right Gas Fund. Again, that's being put towards um, innovation and technology. So what do we have now? What do we have for our... Um, our solar trends coming up. We've got about five of them, and uh, we'll go through them in just a, uh, yeah, a little bit here. We're seeing, and I've already mentioned this, that the boom for solar continues. The price of solar equi equipment has plummeted, and it's making solar energy cheaper than, than that energy or electricity supplied by the, by the grid. I think that's kind of a no-brainer. We all we all know that that's uh, that's why we wanted we want uh, to install solar panels on our homes. It's a seven billion dollar industry, and a, a, an interesting um, uh, thing that I read is that it's on track to generate more revenue by the end of this year, 2016, than Major League ba Baseball, and we know how much they're getting paid. So again, money's out there, jobs are out there. Uh, this is a good thing for our economy. Having said that, though, the second trend is that we still 
have misinformation about solar uh, going around. Um, people think that they cause fires or that they're ugly or that they, the technology isn't there. It, it just it runs rampant. Uh, and most of that is because there isn't enough information out there and the, the installers or the, or the solar companies aren't being transparent about solar. One of the reasons is that it, it evolves so quickly that it's difficult for any one of us to stay on top of the uh, on top of the information. Many times, the sales tactics have hurt consumers. Um, you know the ones that are out there; they're uh, aggressively marketing, going door to door, calling. You know that you see them at the um, uh, at Home Depots and all the other uh, uh, stores. The problem with that is it's just to get a customer. They're not explaining anything, any details. There are no transparent practices so that you and I can really understand the benefits and the types of equipment uh, uh, that, that are going on our roofs. Now, I know that we here at Viridian ensure that those solar panels are made here in the U.S. We have a number of companies who are trying to import the ones from China, and we put a kibosh on that because they are not well-made and they're not as effective as, as the ones that are made here. And, and they're fact, In fact, they're made in New York, if, I, if I'm correct. So those, those are the kinds of things that really people should be aware of. Um, so it's important for those of us who are going to be shopping for solar to make informed choices. So the solar system owners can, can typically, and again, you know this, save a lot on, the, on, on your utility bills. But until more information is out there for us to understand exactly what we're doing and what, we're, and what, uh, what choices we're making, this is going to plague the industry. We have to understand that even though solar is good for the environment, it's great for the environment, but it's not an environmentally driven product. The, 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 uh, the financial savings, the significant financial savings that one realizes with solar is what's driving the interest in solar. Okay, so we've got a third trend out there. Uh, we'll cover it by solar options. And um, let's see. The solar options that we have are based on the, the increased amount of equipment, ownership, and financing options. And many times, the number of these can be so overwhelming, it, it immobilizes you. So today, we've got about 40 financing companies, 43 solar panel brands, and 24 inverter brands. Again, which one? This is where it's, it's important for the solar installers to be transparent about all the options that they are offering so that we can make informed decisions. There is a site called Energy Sage, S-A-G-E, which allows consumers to comparison shop for solar with simple and very clear information. It's not associated with any company, so it's an objective third-party information source. 
So again, energy sage, those of you who are looking for solar or even not, take take a peek at this web page. It's, uh, it's, it's very, very informative. Fourth trend is um, the, that solar is generating the majority of home electricity consumption. This, the homes with solar systems met an average of 85% of the total demand in 2015. And the average system, which is about 7.9 kilowatts, saves roughly $2,000 on electricity costs per year. Very, very significant savings. Your pocketbook will be happy if, uh, if you look into solar. Um, and the fifth trend is that the solar financing options are expanding. So solar has been proven to be a safe, low-risk, and a high-return investment. Um, and I know there are naysayers out there, and I think it's just a matter of getting some clear information to, to you. Um, so these, these uh, high-return investments are in many of our regions here. It's much easier to obtain financing for solar technology. You have low-interest loans um, or no-money-down loans. Um, and, and so these reduce the hurdles that many of the solar uh, shoppers have, have uh, encountered in the past. Um, if you're looking to purchase your, your, uh, your system at $35,000, $40,000, this is where your financing options are, uh, will, uh, will benefit you. And it's making solar ownership more appealing and, and advantageous. The other, the other um, uh, concept for a solar system installation is the lease option, which is um, one in which the solar panels are installed, maintained, and repaired for free. And just say you pay for the power that you use and whatever power you don't use from the sun, from your, from your roof, it comes back as a credit to you. So that's, that's another way to look at trying to get solar on your roof. As a, uh, if you're leasing them, someone else takes care of all the work for you, as opposed to when you buy them, you're in charge of the maintenance and the upgrades and all that good stuff. Okay? So uh, those are the trends. What I after the commercial break, I want to go over some of the um, uh, some of the things that other countries are doing with solar. You'll be surprised. So hang on a moment. Hey Jenna, have you seen the TV show Wicked Housewives on Cape Cod on Channel 99? OMG, I love that show. It's with Kathleen O'Keefe Cannabis. She's an international best-selling author and Lori Boyle, the CEO of Lori Boyle Media. Right. They're hosting a personal development seminar, Retreat for the Soul. It's about your dreams, meditation, healing, and the subconscious mind. Ooh. It sounds fun. And rejuvenating. Let's go. Where do we sign up? Their website, wickedhousewivesoncapecod.com. Did you know that you can use your own radio show to promote your business and become a celebrity in your area or industry? Do you have a great idea for a radio show or a passion that you would like to share with other like-minded people? The Wicked Housewives on Cape Cod Radio and TV hosts Kathleen O'Keefe Cannabis and Lori Boyle will show you how. Go to wickedhousewivesoncapecod.com. Do you have a great story to tell or do you want to write your memoir? Best-selling author Kathleen O'Keefe Cannabis and Lori Boyle, CEO of Lori Boyle Media, 
Media are the hosts of the Wicked Housewives on Cape Cod TV and radio shows. Join their Writer's Workshop Intensive to get writing and get published. Go to wickedhousewivesoncapecod.com. Hello, everybody. We're back again. And uh, as I promised, I'm going to give you some uh, examples of what various countries are doing with regards to, um, to solar. And you're going to be very surprised. Now, keep in mind, these countries are undertaking these, um, uh, these installations, if you will, or these projects based on the Paris Climate Agreement. And, of course, here in the U.S., it's also with a clean power plan. Things, uh, the, there are um, uh, benchmarks that need to be met by the year 2020. So this is what some of these uh, countries are doing. Um, this is a place called Ouarzazate in Morocco. Now this is the this town, if you want to call it that, is located on a plateau at the edge of the Sahara Desert. And the first phase of it is called the Noor One. I don't know if you remember the Jordan uh, Jordan Queen Noor, who was an American and went and, and married the uh, King of Jordan. Um, anyway, Noor One. It's the first phase of Morocco's 3.9 billion dollar solar energy project. Now it went live at the end of January. It's expected to be completed in 2018, and once that's completed, it will be the largest concentrated solar complex in the world. It's going to be roughly the size of the um, Morocco's capital, Rabat. It will provide, this solar complex will provide electricity for 1.1 million people. So Morocco's aim in all of this is to generate 42% of its total energy from renewables by 2020, as I mentioned before. Now, they have um, interesting technology. It's called mirror technology. It's less widespread and more expensive than the photovoltaic panels we're familiar with and we have on our roofs. But And the, the, the reason they're using this mirror technology is that the panels have the advantage of being able to continue producing power even after the sun goes down. This is, this is amazing, fabulous. According to a German physicist, the world's deserts receive enough energy in a few hours, now remember this, in a few hours, to provide for all of humanity's power needs for a whole year. I, I don't know about you, but I'm just blown away by that information. Uh, man, we could do a whole lot of good stuff with that. Um, you might ask why Morocco is doing this now. Well, again, we mentioned the 2020, but they're also hosting the upcoming UN Climate Change Conference in November. So they obviously want to want to show that they're making a um, they're making inroads into their um, uh, their uh, 2020 objective. Now, the rest of the needs. Morocco's needs are going to be through wind and hydro, and thou, that's going to guarantee funds for renewable development from foreign investors. So, in other words, foreign investors are going to come in because of because of what Morocco is doing, both in the solar or in terms of renewable energy, 
so again, money is coming in the renewable industry, uh, renewable energy industry. Um, the next one, we've got two examples in, in Africa. The first is in Uganda, and they, this, this is so cool. They have the first solar-powered bus. Cool. It's called a Kayula bus. And it was created by Ugandan engineers at, at a company called Kira Motors Corporation. They put the panels on the roof, obviously, to capture the, uh, the rays. Um, and keep in mind that Uganda is near the Ecuador, uh, equator. Sorry, not, not Ecuador, not South America. They're near the equator. Um, so it's pretty hot. Now, the... Um, the bus only seats 35, 35, and it can travel up to 50 miles on two rechargeable batteries. And obviously, they run off the solar panels. Unfortunately, right now, it has to be restricted to inner city use. Um, but hopefully, uh, Uganda has a, has a major public transportation problem, so hopefully this will um, offer some some uh, recourse for for the Ugandans. The first first test drive was um, January 31st, and it the official launch was this past month, um, February 16th. By 2018, the Kira Motors Corporation hopes to uh, to have to involve up to 7,000 people with its production. More jobs. More jobs. Can't, I can't, can't mention that enough. Okay, so now we have Rwanda. And Rwanda, the Rwanda government, rather, partnered with a company called Ignite Power to provide rooftop solar to 250,000 households by 2018. This project started in 2014, and it wants to bring electricity to 70% of the households by 2018, as I mentioned, um, and it will. And then this is this is an increase. A 70% is an increase from the 20% uh, households who received it in 2014. Now, this is an interesting thing. Customers will pay an average of five dollars per month for a rent-to-own model, in which they'll get a solar system that can power some lights, a radio, a TV, and cell phones. Now, this project is for a mix of completely off-grid homes and those on the edge of the edge of the grid. Um, Rwanda wants to move away from the biomass, which is mostly wood, but it still will account for more than 80% of the energy generated in the country, and that's a drop from 100%. The biomass was 100% in 2000 and its goal is to bring it down by 50% by 2020. The, solar, the residential solar companies, which are op operating in Africa, all across Africa, they're leveraging micro-leasing solar platforms and mobile payments to make these rent-to-own systems a possibility. They're, they're, they're projecting that these systems can be paid in, uh, in, in two years. The cost of the solar system is less, though, 
than what people are paying for dirtier forms of fuel used for lights, and, and one of those is, is kerosene. So at $5 a month for two years, that ain't bad, I guess. <laughs> but speaking of Africa, I do want to mention Viridian again because we uh, Viridian has a program called Seven Continents in Seven Years. Um, it's a, uh, a project which is, a so which is made up of socially responsible global citizens, and we complete a sustainability project on seven continents, on, on a continent per year. The one that I, the one that I just love is the is the one for um, for Ghana. We we installed solar power in three villages on the on their health clinics, libraries, and schools, and then we installed a power generator to look like a merry-go-round. So every time the kids would would play in the merry-go-round, they charged these LED lanterns so they could go home and and uh, uh, do their homework. I, just amazing. I uh, and then and unfortunately, I'm getting to the last minute of our broadcast, so I'm not going to be able to talk about California, which is doing something really, really cool. Um, I will uh, be back next week, and I'm not sure what my topic is going to be, but I look forward to to hearing from you. I hope somebody calls in. Uh, so, adios from me, and we'll see you next week. Thank you for joining us for this edition of Wicked Green Energy. You may get in touch with Roxanne through her Facebook page, Living It Up Green, or her email, rpapas7 at gmail.com. That's r-p-a-p-p-a-s-7 at gmail.com. Join her every Monday night from 6 to 6.30 Eastern Time right here on the Wicked Housewives on Cape Cod Radio Network. Thanks for listening, and have a great week. Yeah!